Hey, welcome in everyone. Welcome, welcome. This is uh, Politiguens. Uh, I am Brent Bigelow, joined by um, Morgan Petronelli and Rachel Gopep. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello. everyone. How are you? I'm over here eating a burrito bowl. <laughs> don't she don't is. mind me. Hey, when you're hungry, you're hungry, you know? Listen, yeah. Hunger gets what hunger wants. That's right, man. You preach. <laughs> I discovered a really good coffee today. Coconut caramel flavoring at Dunkin'. Really good. Really good. What yeah, was I'm it? Get, I'm going to get that. Coconut caramel. You know, I was feeling yeah. a little summery today because it's nice. Yeah. And I'm digging it. Well, coconut's, coconut's not bad. It's definitely an acquired test, taste of like mm-hmm. flavored things. I mean, either you love coconut or you hate it. So um, I am obsessed with coconut. I love the smell. I love the taste. Coconut lotion. Coconut oil on your face, honey. Yes. Get that makeup off with coconut oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your food, you know. I don't know, I don't know anything about the whole Butter substitute removal. or oil substitute. Oh, my gosh. We used to make this ice cream at Handles when I worked there. And it was, um, oh, what was it called? Oh, my gosh. Coconut cream pie. Shut and it was up. a coconut flavored ice cream with coconut shreds in it. Why'd you get rid and of it? And it had marshmallow. Well, I don't work there anymore, so I don't I don't make it you anymore. So you? they still have it. Um, but so it's a coconut flavored ice cream with toasted coconut shreds. It has a marshmallow ripple and sugar cookie pieces. Shut up. Tastes like a legit coconut cream pie. Oh my god, I'm going there after today. Hey, oh my call gosh. first. My mom was supposed to, my mom vary. was supposed to get handles yesterday, but she dropped the ball. Oh no! She came home with nothing. Okay. What is your favorite handle flavor? Oh. Ooh, this is a good debate. Dun dun dun! Uh, deep dish apple pie. <gasps> what? Ooh, baby! Yeah, that's a fall flavor. Yeah. September. My mom loves a like, funky monkey. I think it's what it is. That's another funky f- monkey's good. Mm-hmm. I like banana ice cream. Yeah, banana ice cream is very good. Oh, so good! But my favorite from there. What do I was? Ooh, it's the chocolate peanut butter. I'm simple, like the big globs of peanut butter. That's what I love. But my favorite ice cream from a local place around here is Moose Tracks from Katie's Corners. Sorry, Rachel. I know you wrap handles. <laughs> it's okay. But Katie's Corners has non-sugar-free um, Moose Tracks, and that's why I love it more. Hmm. I know handles. You know why, but... why are they gonna make the best flavor sugar-free? I mean, I I argue that that's not the best flavor. Oh, hundred percent but... <laughs> it is. You get little mini Reese cups and fudge ripples. <laughs> And you're telling me that's not the best flavor? I don't know. I'm not a chocolatey person. I like fruity ice cream. Mm-hmm. Call me weird. Ooh, I don't care. But... What's your favorite ice cream place, guys? Handles. Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream. Oh, Jenny's is so good, but it's not worth the price, in my opinion. So is your favorite Killwinds? Honestly, yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Killwinds, but it's probably the best ice cream place in the entire world. I'm obsessed. There's a ton of them in Florida. Um, but I always get, like, the banana ice cream. Oh my god, so good! Wow, yeah, I'm, I'm handles. I'm handles all the way. I'm a, I'm a Listen, local guy. Listen, you need to have Killwinds, then it changes. I your might life. have to. I might have to try. It, it changes your life. I'll be working at Handles tomorrow, so please Ooh. don't tell them that I said Jenny's is better. Listen, but... I would like Jenny's more if they gave you more ice cream, but their scoops are so tiny for such a high price. Ooh, oh, hold up! I'm gonna come in here, Mitchell's. I've actually never tried Mitchell's. Never oh heard of my, it. um, I'm sorry, guys. Killwinds, I forget you. <laughs> Mitchell's in Cleveland. Oh my gosh. Listen. Give her 10 minutes. The Brambleberry. The Brambleberry ice cream. Or is it the Wild Bear? I don't know. Jenny's in. No Mitchell's idea. kind of a similar flavor. So good. Get it? Mitchell's is so, so good. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Amazing There's ice cream. There's this ice cream place in Newcastle. It's called Four Bushes. Jamie made me try it the other day. My boyfriend. Because he lives in Newcastle. <laughs> I had to laugh. And I'm so sorry. I know. I terrible myself. name, right? Four Bushes. <laughs> Four Bushes. I, but, um, okay. 
<laughs> but they have like a gelato consistency ice cream. Mm. Pretty good, pretty mm. good. All right. Well, I guess mm. on the political news. I guess we should talk about and not ice now. cream. Yeah, welcome to the ice, glu- the uh, politics ice cream of ice review. cream, you know? Yeah. Ice cream review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ice cream review. No, this is Politiguins. We're here to talk some uh, local politics and uh, political things in our, the spectrum of, of Youngstown and everything. And a um, couple of like, the bigger stories we're going to start off with. Uh, we're going to start with the gas tax. Is that, how's that sound? Does it sound good? No, no, we're going to start with okay, Tim Ryan gas. rally. Oh, Tim I Ryan. My mistake. Duh, okay. I'm sorry. My, my mistake. Come on, I see man. It now. All right. So I don't know if you huge guys story. have heard. Yeah, huge story. Um. Our um, 13th uh, congressional representative in the House of Representatives, Tim Ryan, uh-huh. um, announced that he is going to be running for president. This is huge news that happened over the last week. Um, and so he announced this on The View on Thursday. And then on Friday, he uh, – I'm sorry, not Friday. Saturday, he this past Saturday, he held a rally in downtown Youngstown in front of the Youngstown Business Incub- Incubator. Um, to you know, kind of like officially like kick off his campaign with a rally. Yeah. Um. Some media. We were talking about this with our one of our professors today in journalism. How some of the media outlets were, um, especially the local ones, were reporting um how there was over fifteen hundred people there. There was not fifteen hundred people. I was there. Inflating the numbers a, a bit. A maximum, I would say, like, I mean, absolute like like outlier number, yeah. five hundred. Really? Yeah. Well, they keep rally small because it's easier to control, and then yeah. it's you know they just get a close up of like the the crowd. You don't know how many people are That's really true. there. You know, I mean, there's still a lot of people there, like irregardless. Um, but you know, it was really interesting. Um, it was one of my first. Well, I forget, no, it was not my first political rally. I, I went to the Joe Biden one, you know, and I okay, reported yeah. on that one. Um, but I went with um, Alyssa Weston, our news editor, and Tanner Mondock, our um, chief. Um, um, photo editor and we went down there and Alyssa you know kind of interviewed um, some people she got to interview um, um, Ray uh, Boom Boom Mancini which is a Youngstown boxing legend and uh, she also um, interviewed the Ohio um, congressional representative for our 58th district uh, Michelle LaPore Hagen some comments from her but um, I'm then she also tweeted um, but I kind of like went into the rally and I interviewed some students and, um, you know, just got some quotes from the rally and all that. And that story will be out on Thursday, the official story. We have a preview of up of it right now. Oops, sorry, that's my phone. It happens. I bet you it's my mom. It's okay. It, I was going to say it's probably something really important. I mean, obviously your mom is important, but no, I was, no. was going to make you seem like super cool. Like, oh, that's the president. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's Jimmy, Tim Ryan. It's Call- Jimmy Tressel. Jim, Jimmy Tressley. That's, that's our inside joke at the GM bar. Um, <laughs> but... No, it was really interesting, and there's huge media outlets out there. And but it was one of my first times where um, it was definitely really organized. Um, but I went in and I got to like interview like the candidate like head on. And at the end, the conclusion of the rally, all the media gathered in this like kind of like little bullpen against a railing. And I was like, oh, there's an opening. Like I'm just gonna go stand there. And I um st- stood next to someone from the business um, incubator. No. No. This is journal. journal. Okay. And um, David Skolnick, who reports for the um, Vindicator. And then also, I was right next to some um, a reporter from MSNBC. And there's somebody behind me from like uh, Reuters. Um, but there's like microphones like shoved over oh, my yeah. head and all that. It was so weird. It was like the weirdest like experience. I was like shaking. I was like, oh my God, like I'm so nervous did for you, this. Did it just like feel big time? Yeah, I felt official. So I was like really nervous because I'm like, I'm a child. But it was a funny <laughs> story actually with that is how I was going up to the railing and you know i look young 
Like, yeah. I, I, especially compared to everybody there. And security grabs me by my arm and yanks me back. And, like, this is for media only. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I back up. You like, know, I'm freaked out. Like, I got, yeah. like, yanked. Like, I don't know. And then the communications director for Tim Ryan's um, campaign com- comes over. He's like, no, she's media. And they're like, these two, like, the security guys are like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. We're so, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> That's it's okay. Story. I'm like, it's like, and I, you know, I, I, I like, grab their arm. I was like, it's okay. Like, I know I look 12. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm used to this by now. But it was really funny. But I was like, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, and then we got to um, interview him. And, you know, it was really weird to see, like, some quick fire questions, like, go off um, and everyone interviewing um, him. But um, I was like, oh, you know, if I don't ask a question, I'll, like, regret it forever, you know, because especially because I got to be this close. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, like, that close to a... Yeah, and I was, like, right in front of him, too, like, one of the best spots. And um, so, I like, everyone was asking my questions. I was thinking up in my head. So I was like, oh, crap. So, like, I come up with one, like, off the, bla- the bat, and it's not, like, my delivery was so bad. Like, I stuttered and stuff. But somebody, like, tried to interview, like... Um, interrupting me too like another reporter and i like just kept loudly talking yeah, over him. To. that's my girl yeah you, you gotta stand to. your ground I have to. but i you know i asked him about like how he plans to like mobilize you know young voters and like how he plans on like helping them in the future you know because he's all about like for the future kind of guy so yeah it was really it was a really interesting um thing uh tim ryan talked about a lot of stuff um the youngstown akron and warren city mayors were also there in support of him uh, they kind of introduced him um he talked about, you know, he's really like a Rust Belt guy, so he's really about the blue-collar worker, um, you know, focusing on rural America and, like, you know, manufacturing jobs and all that, bringing, you know, jobs back to rural America, um, you know, all about, like, the future and higher education. Um, but more on that story will be out. I don't want to give too much away. More yeah. on that story will be out on uh, Thursday by me and uh, Alyssa Weston. That's very exciting. Yeah. That's, how, that's awesome you guys got to go to that. How cool would it be if one day, you know, who's who's to say he might become president one day? So let's completely disregard that. But if he gets an even higher position in the government, yeah. how cool would that be to say, wow, I interviewed him at his very first rally, you know, dang, when he was going to be right, president. That be, be, would be awesome. Just one of those like benchmark type of things, you know, just to be able to be able to see something like in their infancy. That's why I was in their like, oh, I have to ask a question. Like if I don't like I mean, like I literally had one of the best spots. Oh, yeah. Like I was like closer than MSNBC and all them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was like, you'd be crap. kicking yourself for the rest of your life. Yeah, I was in didn't. front of like WFMJ, WKBN. Like yeah. I was in front of all of them. I was like, oh. I have <laughs> this isn't political or anything. Yeah. I have a, one of those like exact uh exact type of stories when i went to a concert and i saw alan stone i was there so early just because like i never really been to that part of cleveland before so i went up really early and uh, i'm just kind of sitting like right by the door and here he comes alan stone himself walking by and like i didn't know what to say i didn't like i was like oh it's alan stone and like i was he was like what's up man how are you i'm like I'm good, and that's all I said. Like I could, I had the chance to like actually like sit down and like talk with him. I could have, but I, I froze and didn't do, didn't do you anything. Dropped the ball, man. I did. I could have had like a little interview and talk and stuff. I could have, uh, you know, gotten to his head and then just doctor them. That would have been just so cool. But yeah, I, I froze up and I didn't get to do that. Bums me out. I think about it constantly. That happened to me too. Um... Where I, I actually interviewed a woman that was famous, but when I first started interviewing her, I didn't know that she was famous. Who was um, it? I was at this event called SMARTS, which is Students Motivated by the Arts. It's a local nonprofit 
where they bring in K through 12 students and teach them arts because, um, you know, that's not necessarily taught in all the schools anymore. Yeah. And there was a woman named Kirsty Manna and she is very like she's from Tennessee and she's very influential in the music industry. And she wrote the song Austin that made Blake Shelton famous. Really? Yes. And I started interviewing her and I go, oh, what's your name? You know, and then I didn't think, <laughs> well, she was the keynote for this event. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but she was a very nice lady. <laughs> so and the interview went well. So thank God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. Sometimes you just don't know what to say when you meet somebody like. Oh my, well, yeah. Listen, I was at a Logic concert way back when, like during his second album, um, when like a lot of people really didn't know about him back then. Uh huh. And I got up on my friend's shoulders. My, my not even a guy friend, like a, a girlfriend. My friend Tiffany got up on her shoulders <laughs> and was like, "Hold me up, Tiffany," because he was like shouting people out in the crowd. He's like, "Oh hey, like what up, man?" Like talking to people in the crowd. Yeah. So I get up on my friend's shoulder and I start like, I don't know, like doing like. I don't know, like the Egyptian, like oh. just weird dance moves to get him to notice me. <laughs> and he noticed me. And oh my God. Wait, Logic noticed yes. you? Nuh-uh. Yes. And there's, what's so funny is so many people from my school were there. So the, yeah. the next day at school, they're like, what the heck, Morgan? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he noticed me and he was like, um, he was talking to me. He's like, oh, what's your name? I was like, Mor-. like I can't yell. Like when I yell, I sound girly. So Morgan. I was like, Morgan. And he's and oh my god he's like oh no your name's morgan i was like oh no uh, <laughs> oh he made fun of you uh-huh and uh <laughs> no we were, we were talking for a second and then the lights go down for his next song and all you hear is morgan like in the dark <laughs> and i was like oh my god i was like what is going on <laughs> what if you were like morgan i was shaking i was so mad that i didn't get it on video on my phone but i was so shaking that it like that, I was so shocked it happened. Yeah, that I was shaking and like not paying attention. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool story. But yeah, so many people are like, "What the heck, Morgan?" Like from my school, they're like, "How do you get noticed and not me?" I was like, you know, like, my beautiful looks, you know. <laughs> You saw your uh, Egyptian dance moves, and that's oh, that's what 100% did it. Oh, 100%. It pulled him in. <laughs> yeah, it was over. It was All just right. over then. So what's next, y'all? We have what I was trying to get to first, because I don't know how to go in order. Oh, I heard this as I was going outside. Yeah. Are we going to talk about the gas tax? Yeah, now we will. Uh, dun, dun, dun. It officially happened. The gas tax. It went through. It's a stupid amount. I had to get gas. And I had to pay. It did not go through yet. Not yet? Well, either way, gas is a stupid price right now. <laughs> Um, either way, but right. No, it is very expensive right now. Um, but this gas tax won't go into effect until July 1st. Um, this gas tax is 10.5 cents per gallon. And then 19% for diesel. 19 Um, cents for diesel. 19 cents for diesel. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. As long as, Um. (laughs) as long as it does what it's supposed to do. I'll be okay with it. Yeah, I agree. I think that if the, that money goes to the the repairing of the bridges and the roads, then that's great and all. But there's so much damage that has been done to those bridges yeah. and roads. I'm afraid that, you know, since this has passed, they might end up one day asking for more. Oh, yeah, because it's a lot of damage. It's a, a lot of damage is done mm-hmm. to these roads. Ohio's roads are horrendous, man. They are... Just yeah. bad. They they really are terrible, and it just shows an overall infrastructure problem in the state. But a good thing, um, according to the Columbus Dispatch, 
is that starting in summer 2020, Ohio will no longer need to have a front license plate, which is kind of cool because you do pay extra for that front license plate. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. You save your money somehow. When is this going into effect? Sorry. When is this going into effect? The gas tax? Mm-hmm. It's going into effect July 1st. So very Mother soon. efforts. Right <laughs> after I buy my plates. Mm-hmm. Can I choose to just buy one plate? Well, so the the plates, this goes into effect summer 2020. Oh. But the gas tax goes into effect <gasps> July 1st. Oh, my God. I just so you have to wait a little bit, honey. You have to go buy more. You have to buy them on your ba- birthday, you know? Yeah. They're going to get you. Yeah. I'm mad. Yeah. My car's in my mom's name because she gave it to me. <laughs> because she got a new car. You know what? So. Screw no, you. I still pay for it, honey. But they said my mom's name, so I get my plates on my mom's birthday, not mine. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I get. I do that too. My dad, my my car is in my dad's name, and have to deal with everything in you know in January. So mm, mine's in June. Just bought my car in. Uh, when did I buy my car? Ah, uh, January. January. I think Jan- late January is when I got it. Yeah, because we were my, back in school. Bought my plates in like mid Feb, and then now I'm about to be buying some more. So anything else to add on the uh, the gas tax there? I don't like it. Or just the angriness? I I, I mean, I just think it makes me mad. I understand it. I understand that I don't want it. it, If it doesn't go to where it's supposed to go, I'm going to be very Oh, it's over. Protests. Yeah. Down the streets. I I don't want (laughs) patching anymore. Like I saw today on 82. Mm -hmm. No more patching. I want full... Full resurfacing. Full resurfacing of roads. That'd be nice. With my, my pennies that I'm spending extra on my gas. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to be comparable to PA's gas prices now. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I don't know. I haven't been in PA for a couple of days. And they also do vehicle prices. checks, though. Every like year, I think they do or, like, a safety check. Yeah. Everything has to be good on your car. There are some counties in Ohio that actually do that. Um, yeah. I don't know why it's not required in all of Ohio. It's a pain in the butt. My dad, yeah. lived, my dad lived up in uh, Streetsboro where they have where they do the emissions mm-hmm. check, and my dad's diesel would never pass it. Well, it's like a newer car. He's done everything to try to fix it, mm-hmm. and the car will never pass it. My dad's like, "Well, listen," he's like, "I'm not going to be living here anymore," but he still was trying to to get it passed. He's like, "It just bothered him that yeah. his car. He did all this extra work <laughs> on the car to try to make sure it passed the emissions test, and it and it just wouldn't." I don't think that it's annoying personally i think that it's something that should be needed um because you have these older cars and your dad's car seems to be an exception but you have these older cars that are you know putting out a lot more emission than they should and it's very very bad for our environment oh yeah no i'm I'm with you i'm with you on that if mm -hmm. if you you have an exhaust that's just obviously it's broken yeah fix it because you're one annoying people by the sound and two it's not good for the 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 air around us yeah. That's what the muffler's there for. One, to keep it quiet, and two, to keep the emissions out from the tailpipe. That's bad. Yeah, I just, I think that it's a good thing, and I think that it should really be used more. But, yeah. eh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, we're going to jump into the uh, Democrats in Congress authorize a subpoenas for Trump-Russia's uh, report, uh, Legal Battle Looms. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like a witch hunt at this point. They already have the proof that Trump never colluded with Russia. It just, I, that's just how I feel. I'm like, I'm reading this. I'm like, they're just, they're, they don't care. They're going to do this. They're going to get this guy somehow. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that it's fair. I think that this should be subpoenaed, and I think that everyone should see it. As of right now, we really still only have a summary of what the report is. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, and... I'm totally fine with it. Uh, the report f- coming out. Mm-hmm. But if, like, um, we'll talk about it in one of the next stories. They're just – I feel like they just keep opening different cans and trying to find something, something in the can that can, you know, do Trump in. Well, ah, yeah, nah. I don't know. I I just think it's unfair. I think this has been going on for so long yeah. that okay, now this report is over. We need to see it. Somebody oh, yeah. somebody else I'm, needs to see I'm on, it. I'm on your and, side for letting it come yeah. up to the public. I don't like I don't like public documents being sealed and mm-hmm. people not knowing what happened and things. Yeah. That's for, like for a lot of subjects. Yeah. Um I just want to I just want to know mm-hmm. what what is in those documents. Yeah. So I wouldn't I don't know. I wouldn't call it a witch hunt. I think that I think that it's more of a witch hunt on the other side. It's like, haha, we have these documents and yeah. we're going to keep them from you. And yeah. like, I don't know. Morgan's sitting over r- here r- like, r- mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, release the, I mean, I've said it before, just release it. I see no issue. I know there's some national security stuff. You ever see, oh my gosh, you guys ever see that, uh. It's this thing for, uh, it was on Twitter, and I was like, I finally, after months, got my FOIA request uh, fulfilled, which is, for guys, for you guys who don't know, a Freedom of Information Act um, request, where you can get public, you can get documents unsealed, um, and um, she's like, I finally got it filled, you know, and the people, you know, the people and agencies who put those out and release those are allowed to redact um, sensitive information of what they oh, see. Oh my gosh, And I literally saw the it entire too. thing was um sharpied out sharpied out yep oh my gosh higher thing i did oh my i would just lose it i would just i would honestly quit my job i'd be like all right like you know what you win okay cool you're working this hard try to get some information Um, why is this man flexing out there with his shirt off i don't know it's he's he's he just saw oliver look at him i'm so sorry the cove the cove is a very (laughs) interesting place yeah it has some very interesting creatures a fish in a fish tank and like but we're watching all of the people outside it's like a reverse zoo like we're we're outside the exhibit but we're Mm -hmm. inside you know we're in a safety containment zone (laughs) you would think that they would be watching us but i don't think anybody pays attention to our existence in here nobody cares what's happening behind the windows no if I were them, I'd be tapping that, on the glass that, saying, hey, That was honestly the strangest thing. You know, I've maybe he just, the wreck is right over here. Maybe he just got he a needs good to go pump to the wreck then. You know. I swear I just saw a man walk by that looked like Baker Mayfield. Maybe it was. It was Baker Mayfield. You didn't get the memo that yeah, he's, he's coming on campus today? God bless America. <laughs> Please. I just thought that I heard a dog. No. Wolf. We need. Maybe there is. Like I we need said, coffee. The, like like we said, the cove is a very interesting place. Um, what was I going to say? What was Morgan saw a husky on campus after um, it was a husky puppy. Oh, um, I like stop. I've been like talking to Rachel about the Tim Ryan rally, calling her up right after, and I'm like, Rachel, oh my god, there it is. There it is. It's, it's a, a husky puppy. puppy. <laughs> husky right puppies there. are was so it, Was he husky? No, he was a husky. It, no, it was he a husky husky? Like a you know like big husky no he no. wasn't fat honey. oh i'm no. just asking it would have been funny if he was a husky husky <laughs> my Stop. mom just sent me the weirdest photo it's of a minion in a maid outfit and it says be kind to your daughter one day she will be in charge of your wheelchair <laughs> what 
Interesting thing. That's very interesting. <laughs> oh, I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck, Mom? Who <laughs> she thinks I'm going to push her down, not pick her back up? Ooh, there's um my boy uh, Timmy. I see on your screen. Yeah, it's just a video from his one of the articles. His wife is so nice. Is I will she? say that. Yeah, I was like, she was like going and talking to the press right before he come out. He comes out, and she just goes. The first thing she says to me, "Wow, you're pretty." I was like, "Thank you, my God!" Like, oh, she said that. Yeah, just Aww. out of the blue too. I was like, "Oh my God, thank Aww, you." Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. So I don't know how much you you guys have heard about this, but oh, I was watching this on the news yesterday. U.S. Homeland Security. Kirsten uh-huh. Nelson is leaving her position. I thought this was very interesting because there have My been clap. <laughs> there have been many interviews of people saying, "So what are you going to do? Are you going to leave? Are you going to stay?" And she just was like, "Oh, I'm just going to stick it out as long as I can. I'm going to do this as long as I can." While well, she finally cracked. Well, I think honestly that is one of the hardest positions oh, in the Trump absolutely. administration at this point in time because of how hard he is on you know. Um, immigration policy, you know, and uh, why why'd you raise your eyes? Um, d- just because I just thought this was interesting that um, the person that will now become the acting uh, DHS secretary is Kevin McAllenan. I probably pronounced that wrong, but he's the current U.S. Customs and Border Protection Administrator. Mm-hmm. So. That'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Yeah. Um. Did I expect her to stay long? No. No. Everyone leaves in this administration. Yeah, it's like a revolving door. <laughs> it's... Oh, dude, it's crazy. I mean, the person who had it before her was John Kelly, and he's now um, chief of staff for uh, Trump. Don't give me that look. No, I'm not giving you that look. I'm just nodding my head. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like you're that right. really blank stare. I'm like, am I right? You make me think. I'm like, no, honestly, I'm just tired. I was all, giving you that look of, huh. I know, low energy today. It's all right. We're I was high coast. energy. I woke up this morning. Yeah, you're really high energy this morning. Now we're just coasting along. Yeah. Your, your energy's on reserve. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving it for later. Yeah. Guess what, guys? What? What? Cory Booker raised $5 million in the for- first quarter of his 2020 campaign. Oh, That's a lot. Okay. Wow, this That's photo- a lot, not compared to a lot of the other ones on the list, though. This photo of him on Politico, he looks so confused. He's Have like, you ever seen the memes with his eyes? No. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to pull it up. Corey Booker's the eyes. They're always so wide. Yeah, his eyes were wide in this, too. Maybe he's just, you know, a happy man. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're always so open. <laughs> he's definitely awake. He's definitely aware. He sees That's, everything. Have you seen the That's jokes about him and his ca- uh, caffeine? Well, have you seen about the jokes about him and caffeine? Mm-mm. Cory uh, Booker has tweeted multiple times, and I mean multiple, about um, how he's in a relationship with coffee. <laughs> Was he just trying to relate with uh, the millennials here? Or is, Honestly, he, or is it genuine? May, I feel like it's genuine because his eyes are so open. <laughs> so it's just that caffeine yeah. like rush going to him. He said he's breaking up with sleep sleep to start dating coffee. Uh-oh. That was in 2009. Uh oh. So he wasn't trying to. I don't know. He wasn't trying to fit in then because that I is. Guess that sounds pretty genuine. Wow, that was 2009. Was this 10 is, years ago. That's exactly what he yeah. said. Sleep and I broke up a few nights ago. I'm dating coffee now. She's hot. Rachel feels super old. She's like, oh, oh my, my god, 2009 was 10 years ago. And then he wrote in. Oh, I don't know when this was. He wrote... Your reaction was so good. <laughs> he was like. 
<laughs> covers your mouth like you just saw like a terrible car accident. You're like, oh my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. I'm an and old then you were, I, I broke up with sleep last night and I'm dating coffee this morning. I appreciate her warmth and stimulating company. That was a separate tweet. So this wow. is like, <laughs> and then he writes, sleep and I broke up. I'm dating coffee now. She's hot. I'm like, how many times are you going to tweet the same thing? He's like, sleep and I broke up again. I'm back with coffee. She is hot. <laughs> how many times? Wow. What, are the date, what are the date marks on these uh, on <laughs> Then these he tweets? said, 2012, I had another fight with sleep. We broke up again. So I'm back with coffee now. She's, She's hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> At least he stays consistent. Yeah. And then he said, oh, what was this? Oh, 2012 again. Sleep and I broke up, like, broke up tonight. I'm now dating coffee. She is hot. I have a date with my bed tonight. Uh-oh. Oh. Wow. Wow, he's double dipping. Mm. Wow. Well, oh, and then, he, okay, here we go. Another say. night, another fight with sleep tonight. I left her and I'm hanging out with my smoldering love, Coffee, and tonight she is smoking hot. Honestly. <laughs> this guy needs to calm down. Uh, that's so relatable. Wait, wait, wait 2010. Mean old How sleep much? left me for another dude. I'm with Coffee now. She's got a stimulating attitude. <laughs> <laughs> this is silly. <laughs> How to fight with sleep. She's so inco- um, cooperative. I'm hanging with coffee now. She's so sweet and very hot. 2012. Wow. This man really, really has really issues with sleeping coffee. How many times is he going to... Sleep and I have... Um, sleep and I have um, irreconcilable differences. We, separate. we separated. I'm dating my tall, hot, sweet, new friend coffee. Stop. Jeez. Um, That's dedication to the But you know what? (laughs) It it is dedication, but it's so relatable because how many nights, I know at least, I don't know about you, Brent, but I know Morgan and I have not slept at all and just worked. Oh, no. See, I need my sleep. You know, I I don't really care about sleep anymore. It's like, meh, I'll I'll get to it when I can. You know what happens, you know? Sometimes (laughs) I'll just like be doing work and collapse on top of it and fall asleep. Like, that happens way too much. Fall asleep at the kitchen table i get it from my mom my mom's one of those people that need their sleep needs her sleep if not she's just you know my mom is too she'll go to bed at nine o'clock and not wake up until 11 and be yeah. like wow i'm so tired and i look at her and i'm like are you crazy it'll be like 6 p.m and mom's like i'm ready for bed i'm like it's mom it's six she's that'll like, be that'll be me though too she's when like, I'm... I'm just gonna watch the news and go to bed I'm like all right you do you <laughs> wow I'll, I'll come downstairs try to get like a like something to drink and she hears me walking down into the kitchen she's like Brent, what are you doing? It's like so late. I'm like, Mom, it's only 10. I'm like, I'm just thirsty. Mom, I go to bed at 3 in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, I'm just thirsty. Jesus. All right. Next, uh, the House GOP calls on Democrats to bring in Mueller to testify. Some more Mueller this, news. Mueller. This is what I'm talking about. Mueller. This, is, this sounds like more of like a witch hunt, witch hunt to me, more so than the other one. I was getting my stories kind of confused and combined. But this is the House GOP. I know, but still. This is the GOP, the grand old party. I know, but still. <laughs> they're not going the to let, mo- let them go by. Party. <laughs> they're not going to let any of this slide, man. They're, they're cracking down. this is the down. other side. <laughs> well, Honestly, though, okay. Take yourself away from this Republican administration. If this was a Democrat, for example, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. With her emails. Yes. How many Republicans were like, wah, 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 look at Hillary and her emails. Yeah. And that was a witch hunt. The emails. So, it it, it, so I agree with if that. If this was a Democrat that was a president right now and was doing the same things that Trump is doing, 
you already know that there would be so much, you know, just craziness and people would be freaking out on the Republican end. Yeah. So I think this is more of a calm, relaxed kind of quote unquote witch hunt. Like you said, I don't know. But the only, I feel like it could be a lot worse. The reason I, I totally agree with you on the, the whole Hillary and um, Mueller like connection, but Hillary didn't end up going to like the court for any like the yeah any that's of those. true. That's why that's why a lot of people are so angry. She's like that she got off. Robert Mueller's done his time. He's gone to the court system. He's he's been because well, they gone find anything. He's been interviewed. Yeah, and now he, they're still throwing him in the in the fire trying to find something. Guilty that, until no. proven innocent. Yeah, and it's messed I mean, up. That's not how the system works. But it is. Well, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's not Representative how it's Doug to work. Collins, a top Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, according to Politico, called Monday for Democrats to immediately bring special counsel Robert Mueller to the Capitol to testify on his still-secret report on Russian con- contacts with President Donald Trump's campaign and whether Trump himself obstructed the probe. So like, and I think that's where people are getting a little wishy washy now. It's like, okay, it's, it was found there was no collusion. Great, great. We don't want collusion, you know. But but the whole thing with like him telling people to lie, like um, Paul Manafort, and then throwing people underneath the bus, um, and it's just like, I think that's obstruction of justice. And so, um, I can't remember if Trump sat down with Mueller or not. I think. I want to – oh, did, did he? He might have. I know Mueller. For like, like – and I was like uh, probably preset questions, and I think it was very brief if if he did sit down. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean he was like from whatever – from what I understand, Mueller was like his like go-to guy, wasn't he? Trump? No. No? No, they didn't really communicate. No. Mm-mm. He was hired by the FBI from oh, – the Okay. Huh. I, I'm doing some research now to see if they actually we'll get sat back down to you together. We'll on that, Rachel. Yeah, our so, investigation team over So why there. don't you just have a little conversation and I'll get back to you. Yes, ma'am. Um, so Collins had said Democrats were essentially blowing smoke about their urgency to obtain Mueller's complete report, arguing in his letter that the only way they can access Mueller's underlying evidence is to open an impeachment inquiry. Now, that's where I think there's kind of a bit, a bit of a witch hunt because um, people are... Tr- you know what, Rachel? I love you so much. Listen, I it's Monday. I'm tripping over my words. Happy, I'm sorry. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy, happy, happy birthday. <laughs> and um, um, how they're really trying to get Trump impeached. Yeah. Does he do stuff that not everybody agrees with? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Is he unconventional? Heck yeah. Yeah. But is that grounds for impeachment? Not necessarily. It all depends on what his unconventional ways are if they are like breaking the law doing things that you're not supposed to you know so what i found is that trump submitted a written like answer to questions Mm -hmm. but mueller was criticized for not having an actual sit-down interview with trump but trump refused to have a sit-down interview hmm so he so got. There's your answer. Okay, so you probably had somebody else answer his questions. Is that what they would uh, look into then? I'm not sure. I mean, really, this is just saying people were upset that there wasn't an actual sit down interview. Um, but you know what happens when you can write out your answers is you could actually sit there and think about them, organize it. Whereas if you're sitting down being interviewed by someone, it's a lot different. 
and I can say that from just interviewing people myself. The answers that I get from someone in an email are much different than the answers that I oh, get yeah. when I'm sitting down with someone. Yeah, that's for sure. The, because basically the answers – not basically. The answers that you get from somebody face-to-face -face are normally their genuine thoughts and what is on the top of their brain at the time. Mm -hmm. If somebody really doesn't know an answer and is like uh, uh, stumbling all the t constantly, that's when you know they're thinking of what the correct answer is to, is to say. You can really tell a lot by what – uh, somebody's actual thoughts are when you're, you're face to face. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But. Well, on to uh, news besides the the witch hunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna uh, talk about um, the uh, upcoming Democratic um, primary debate. Yeah, very. The very first one. Yeah. The very first one is going to be what is what popped up? Some oh. video. I got the same thing. What is, what is Mitski? What is this? What? Good. Oh, Mitski. It's just a music artist. We're on Rolling Stones, so that's what's going to happen. It's a Rolling Stones article. Well, so you're going to get musician music stuff. Just click out. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> anyway, get out of my face. <laughs> right? Okay, the first the um, first debate is going to be split up into two days because there are so many candidates. Um, and it's going to be split split between June 26th and June 27th Let's in Miami, go. Florida. Um, I will be gone. I will too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it'll be broadcasted live on NBC, MSNBC, and Telemundo. And then the second debate will be um, hosted on July 30th and 31st in Detroit, Michigan, and it'll be broadcasted on CNN. Um, now, some of the requirements for these, because, you know, there there are so many people. I think there's 17 now. Mm -hmm. um, people who have entered the race, you know, that Tim Ryan has entered. And, uh, there is a requirement, you know, you can, like, there's a ton of people that who have actually, like, declared, but you have to have so much um, to get into the debate. So, some of the requirements are, um, what is it? I had it right here. The, artic the article yeah. says, on the very top, it says, upward of 20 candidates are vying to win the party's nomination. Mm -hmm. So, there's a lot of people. But Heck, yeah. Um, to qualify, candidates must register at least 1% support in three independent states and national polls determined by the DNC. Candidates must also receive at least 65,000 unique donations, including two, at least 200 from 20 different states. So it can't just be from, like, you know, like what it would be like Ohio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the DNC has capped the number of the uh, debate-eligible candidates at 20. If more than 20 candidates qualify, polling averages and do donation numbers will factor into how those how those who make the cut are determined. If there are 20 people that are like at that Republic, debate... It's going to be like 2016 all over again where there's so many people debating. Yeah. It's not even a debate at that time. It feels like it's almost an argument. Whoever probably can... just do 10 and 10. Probably. They're splitting it up. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy many, though, that's dude. so many people. Wow. At that point, you don't like the people that want to say things might not even get a chance to because there's so many people. Yeah. Ugh. I feel bad for that. Uh, the guy that's in charge of that one. Honestly, that'd be so fun to Do be the moderator so? for oh, that. I think it'd be too much. I think I'd it'd be wild. I would love it. I would feel so bad for Lester Holtz if he has to <laughs> moderate that. There's just so much. So all many... right. All right. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Megan not... Kelly with her... Uh man hair remember gonna... how trump bashed her man hair back then <laughs> she had like um like a like a uh, just like a like... short like a pixie mm -hmm. but she's like i think she like kind of gelled it back at one point and it kind of looked like an ink like a That's male funny. anchor's hair <laughs> and i don't he, you know trump made fun of her for it <laughs> oh lord 
Lester Holt's gonna need like you are the link is like the weakest link kind uh-huh. of a thing. You just like send people out of here like goodbye. Through oh yeah, through like a little box. Yeah, You're like, like oh, you nope. are. Oh the... my god! And then they fall through the floor. Yeah, He's like goodbye. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> Do you know how much fun that that would probably get? So if, many more ratings. What if? Hold on, hold on. What if they turned presidential debates into game shows, just like that? Like, your argument's invalid. Goodbye. But who <laughs> determines that, that it's invalid? One person? The general population. Has to vote? Yeah, yeah. on Twitter. We'll have a little buzz, buzzer or something like yeah. that. Yeah. On oh Twitter, you know, you, you just, the percentages. and People would not take that seriously. Then we're, like, stuck with another president, that sound. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be <laughs> that insane. Would be... Oh, wow. my God. They we should... would end up SNL. with, like... We would, SNL, we, we have another idea for you. Yeah. We, would, we would end up with, like, uh, who would we end up with the president randomly? Like, I bet you, like, Queen Latifah would be our president randomly. Like, somehow oh, we would end up in that. I would no, be okay with that. I would, too. If we did that on Twitter, do you know who would become president? Danny DeVito. He would become president, and you know it. And then um, our sports he, editor, Brian Yager, would, would be, be vice famous president. Because he has Danny DeVito on a Dorito on his thigh. Danny yeah, Dorito. My dude. My dude. Speaking of people running for president or potentially potentially running for president, um, former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden, um, as we know, is facing some allegations that he made women uncomfortable with the use of physical contact. And um, this was made light of. (laughs) This was made light of um, on Friday when he was laying the groundwork for his 2020 potential presidential run. And um, apparently, according according to Reuters, um, Biden joked that he got permission to hug and he's being scrutinized for this because that's not something that you should be taking lightly. Yeah. Um, One thing that. I do think is good that Biden is doing is he is going on media platforms and social media and saying, you know, at the time I didn't know that this wasn't okay and I apologize, which I think is very you good. You just got to do what Trump does and just go on a Twitter rant and then just move on. Yeah. I mean, he gets act like nothing ha- yeah. Act like nothing happens. He's been through we talked, so many controversies. We talked about this on uh, Jamcast. I was like, of all people, Trump should not be criticizing Joe Biden for inappropriate Wait, is he? i haven't seen anything no yet. yeah he, on twitter he was trolling him with a uh, like a, a video. video yeah of like I'm joe like, biden touching joe biden inappropriately yeah i'm like of all really people funny. donald trump one you're the president of the united states be the bigger man and two uh you also have your own allegations of inappropriately touching women um you know on a tour bus you know, you know i just i don't know how he gets away with it <laughs> me neither um, man I don't really have much to say think, about I it. I think maybe because his tiny hands can slip through the uh, the handcuffs or you like know, can't I catch was, him red-handed because his I hands was, are orange. I was going to say that he could never be the bigger man because of his tiny mm. hands, but I didn't want to be rude. So I took it um, there. I'm out of politi- so you, you took it there, so then I took <laughs> Listen, it Listen, you, you two have a future in political reporting. Me, on, my, on myself, no, I don't. I'm going to say, I can say, I can kind of say this. <laughs> so I'll, oh, be, I'll be the loose cannon out of, out of, the, out of the three of us. Oh, but, well, <laughs> yeah. on to some other news with with uh, Mr. Trump. He says that he's going to skip the White House Correspondents' Heck Dinner. No, he won't go. For the third go. time. For, for the third time. Third. Hmm. Yes. Word. Uh, bird is the word. Um, but is it, a, is it a big deal, though? I think it's a big deal because he's going to social media and saying... Oh well, I'm not going to go with these correspondents because they're untrustworthy and yada yada yada. That's not right. Yeah, I'm sorry, but 
as a president, no matter if you like the media or not, you have to deal with the media every single day of your life. I agree with that. So just Reach. accept it and move on. Yeah. You're, you the, know? you're the voice of the free world. You should be with the media who is like, you know, helps you get that um, voice out into the um, into the world that you're in, in charge of. Yeah. <laughs> so it, he should be, not to say he should be nice to the media, but he should. And, Respectful. And, yeah. And occasions like this where it, like, it's kind of routine and you're supposed to go to this as a president and it's just not i don't think it's okay that he you know skips out again for the third time yeah and he said the correspondence dinner is too negative i like positive things okay <laughs> the dinner is so boring in negative we're gonna hold a positive rally instead maybe if they have like big macs and like whoppers he would be there Oh my gosh! Shut up! <laughs> Don't forget Chick Fil A. And Chick Fil A. Well, it depends if, it, if it's on a Sunday; they won't have anything. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that's not cool. I think that you know there needs to be that relationship built, and that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah, especially you know after you know criticizing the media for so long, you're basically your entire you know the entire time as president and as a candidate calling the news media you know, fake news and all that stuff. So. Um, it's only it's only fair that he takes a little bit of time and you know hangs out with the media and actually kind of gets to know them mm-hmm. instead of you know burning them at the stake before you you know you actually know them. Yeah, and I mean it's it's pretty well known at least to a lot of journalists that Barack Obama didn't really like um, oh, yeah. the press, no. mm-hmm. and he he didn't work as well with them, but he still spoke to them, and he didn't bash them on social media. He did. He did the thing. He did things in the social media world that, honestly, he's like the first president to really have to deal with social media as a president. And he did a fantastic job, honestly, from that whole aspect of you know being nice to the media, not really yeah. bashing him on on Twitter. Um, Trump's only like the second president to have to deal with social media. <laughs> so you have you yeah. have the right way, and then you have the wrong way as a yeah, candidate. Yeah, so we have two examples. Oh yeah. But also with Obama, I'm sure that there was a lot more use of you know. Other people writing his posts. That's true. He really probably didn't write much of his own posts at all. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely probably had Mm -hmm. his own little social media publicist. Trump is his his own guy. (laughs) He he could take his phone out of his pocket and say whatever he wanted to. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, we only have a little bit of time left here. So, Morgan, I know you wanted to talk about the Iowa caucus. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about that. So, uh, what is the Iowa caucus and why is it so important? I don't know. You tell me. Well, answer your own question, please. I have the news for you, sir. (laughs) On February 3rd, 2020, the Iowa caucus will take off. Um, And it probably, and it most likely, oh, not sorry, wrong wording there. It sets the precedent for how the rest of the election is going to go and who the front runners are going to be. Um, It also creates opportunity for advertisements and more donations for candidates. so, every four years, um, you know, we have a new election for the president. Um, in Iowa, party candidates are state offices or state off for state offices such as governor and all that are selected through a primary election. Same with you know presidential. Um, and so, let me see here. What do I have? My notes. Um, so every four years, when pre- preparing to elect a president, each party in Iowa sponsors a local neighborhood meeting in January. The meetings are called caucuses and are open to any voter who wants to support that party. 
At the caucus party, members discuss political issues and candidates. They also elect representatives called delegates to the county convention. The same discussions occur at the county conventions, and the county convention elects delegates to the state convention. And at the state level, the convention selects delegates to the national convention. Um, and so... The political parties in Iowa didn't always use to do the caucus method of choosing presidential candidates to represent their party, but um, in 1972, both party, both political parties in Iowa established a new way of choosing delegates to the national convention. Um, so pretty much, um, it just it's fun to watch for people. It kind of sets a precedent of like you know what's gonna happen during the rest of it. It is the first caucus, so that's why all the um, candidates are kind of focused on Iowa right now, you know, and getting their name out there to, um, because that's a state that a lot of them, I don't think, I don't think anybody from Iowa is running. I'm not not too sure. I don't don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) Um, But I'm pretty sure. Um, And so it just sets the precedent for the uh, rest of the race. It's very important. Wow. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what day is... It is February third, twenty twenty. All right, well, we all still right. got we still got a ways to go, but it's very exciting to see how how everything all shakes out in the political realm. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you guys for listening to uh, Political Wins. Um, Thanks, absolutely, and uh, make sure you follow the Jamber on all of our social media feeds, and uh, make sure you listen to the uh, Igloo Review coming up in like ten minutes. Don't forget uh, journalism matters. We'll catch you guys next week. See you later.